host of Interrelate. This is episode five, and I'll be talking to Lauren McGoodwin, founder and CEO of Career Contessa, a website and community that helps women build successful careers. Lauren founded Career Contessa in 2013 after recognizing that there was a gap in career development resources for women. She has provided career advice to Refinery29, Forbes, Huffington Post, Lifehacker, CNBC, PopSugar, TodayShow.com, and others. And she's also provided career workshops to women at Disney, NYU Stern, Jigensaw, UCLA, among others. Today, I'll be talking to Lauren about the challenges facing women, how we can support other women, and how women can find their true voice in the workplace. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I founded it while I was still working, but yes, I did. And so tell me how the website has evolved. It started out including profiles of, you know, career women um, in the workplace and career advice and kind of that blog side of things. And it, it's evolved from that. And how, how has it shifted in the past mm-hmm. few years? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, when it was just me and before I had a team, we, you know, I focused on the one thing that I at the time was finding really valuable, which was informational interviews. And I thought it was kind of nuts that I was having all these great interviews, but there was nowhere on the internet where you could learn this information that I was getting in these informational interviews, which was really the catalyst that was able to help me grow my career. So I started Career Contessa um, with the interviews and then expanded to career advice because quite honestly, having been a recruiter, there was just a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, And then really career contessa you know i think originally i was like oh we could make this kind of like a job site again having been a recruiter and i had gone through a horrendous job search but what i was realizing in my own career path because i was um i was running career contessa as a side hustle is that finding a job was just like one piece of the pie i had this um or i had a lot of i don't want to say like trouble but i had just like a lot of questions about managing the workplace and how to have conversations with bosses or, you know, uh, colleagues that maybe you didn't see eye to eye. And so really Career Contested developed into this comprehensive resource because I wanted it to be kind of a one-stop shop for people to be able to build a successful career. Um, Of course, however they define success, but I I think it's kind of nutty that there's so many job sites, but there's not a lot of career sites. Um, And so that is how we've sort of evolved is thinking about okay, what would we need what would our learning style be what would what would it look like to have a solution for this problem and we've just uh added on and developed as we go that's great and so and one element of the site now is that you offer career coaching services mm-hmm. right and yeah. that mm-hmm. that seems like it's a relatively new service that you're offering and and what how what does that look like for people and how how can people tap into that as a resource Absolutely. So one of the the things I was hearing a lot was, oh, can I pick your brain? Um, I just need 10 minutes of your time to look over my resume or do this or do that. And so I I totally understand that. I mean, careers are incredibly personal and there is no such thing as a linear career path. And whoever was in your shoes before, there's a totally new way of doing it now. So it's not surprising that people um, would read about, you know, content or talk to their friends about career-related stuff, have this challenge, and be like, I really just need to talk to somebody. Um, So I understood that, but I also understood that if you typed in career coach in Google, it was like 31 million results came up. And so 
you know, the internet is great, but it's also made it much, much uh, more overwhelming to find what right, you're looking saturated. for. Right, mm-hmm. For sure. Exactly. So one of the things that we've done at Career Contessa that makes us a lot different than other sites, too, is everything we do is curated. We want to have a lot for you, but we want it to be the best. And so um, that's what our career coaching platform is, is we vet all the career coaches that are on there. We give them, you know, some parameters. So they um, select whether they are in the category of career fit, which is um, you're trying to figure out what you want to do. And they're, those are the people who really specialize in helping people answer that question, job search, career growth, or money. Um, so they pick a category. They set their own rate. Um, we help them get set up and obviously do all the administrative things on the side or on the back end. Um, and then the other thing is essentially you book a session with the person that you like. You get to read about their profile. We have a great variety of uh, coaches, so I think that's important too. Not everybody maybe wants to work with a traditional career coach. Maybe they'd rather work with someone who is, you know, a VP in a company. And and I also right. truly believe in career coaching because I think it's really, really important that you get advice from people who are not like super, super close to your situation. It's like, why do people go to a therapist? It's great to have a third party, you know, intervene. If you're, yeah, perspective, exactly. Sure. And so, um, so you book a session with the mentor of your choice. It's a 50 minute session. And then at the end of that session or, or during that session, really, um, they give you actionable advice. So that's something that anybody who's experienced, uh, career contested tools and resources know, like we, do not mess around when it comes to, you know, talking about it or fluff. Like, we are very, very actionable. We will give you a game plan, a worksheet, um, next steps. And so they're all um, onboarded and vetted to make sure that they can deliver that type of experience. And, and I think it's nice because if I were career coaching, I wouldn't be able to keep up with the demand. And so by having a network of career coaches, it's, it's great to know, like, there's an extension of me and Career Contessa um, that people can really talk to. And sometimes in this very digital world, that's what you need. It's just so much someone to speak to versus just, yeah, that, that kind of digital space that's out there. It's kind of intimidating or overwhelming or in some cases not very helpful. So, no, to add that human element I think is, is really valuable for people. What, what do you find is – what are the biggest challenges facing women in the workplace these days? From your perspective. Oh boy, <laughs> I think there's a lot. I I honestly think one of the biggest challenges for women is just that there's so many opportunities and it can feel a little overwhelming. I, I always like to say, like uh, we don't, you know, as women, or I, I guess I should just speak for myself. Like I, the the parts where I felt the most lost and confused, it wasn't because I lacked ambition. I lack direction. And so I think Mm -hmm. the biggest challenge facing women today is that, you know, we're super educated, we're super ambitious, we um, want to have families, or maybe we don't, we have access to so much information, we know which companies are good, which ones aren't, Um, there's a maternity leave here, there's no paternity leave, like, you have access to so much information, and you're so talented, or if you want to transition careers, you know, maybe that's the other challenge is like, you know, it's not just women. I mean, millennials change careers much more are going to change careers, I For think, sure. upwards to eight times in their life, you know. So right. I I don't think it's I think the biggest challenge is figuring out how do you build a career on your terms? And and sure. one of the toughest parts of that is really defining what is it that you want? What What is going to make you fulfilled in your career? 
Um, and, and I don't mean career like going to a nine to five. I mean, it could be a not, you know, what we call non-traditional career. I mean, I think at some point all those labels will kind of escape and not, not exist anymore. But essentially, I think the biggest career challenge for women right now is there's a lot of opportunity and they want to make the right choice. And sometimes it's, it can feel like a struggle to pick the right choice or like, what is the right choice? What, what's the thing I should do? Um, for sure. and, it, and it can be really scary too. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, there are limitless options, and, and the limitless options, it's it's great to have many opportunities, but, you know, in a year, the best opportunity now may no longer be the best fit, and things mm-hmm. change, and, and to, to your point about a non-traditional kind of job or career, more and more people are contractors and freelancers than ever before, and that's that's on the rise as well, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, now, there's obviously been a lot of conversation around the Me Too movement, and and I don't I don't want to get too deep into that. But something that interests me is how we can support or lift up other women in the workplace. I think there's a lot of competition among women, especially um, not just men versus women, but women versus women. How can we support and lift up, you know, our our cohort in the workplace in a way that's Supportive of of us without undermining our abilities, but help, you know, mm-hmm. ensuring that there's not that competitive feeling in the in the space. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the first thing is vocalizing and celebrating other women's successes. Um, For sure. You know, I I think it starts there. It starts with you know when you're at the water cooler and somebody's gossiping about another woman. How oh my gosh, she was so bossy, or can you believe she like she spoke up like you know, don't engage in conversations like that, even if it's with another woman. Um, you know, they, they, the storyline that women are catty and they don't want each other to succeed is what, is what everybody wants, right? It's, it helps men stay above the fold, right? It helps, Mm -hmm. um, the storyline continue. The media gets to paint the picture of, you know, women wouldn't want these jobs because they're too busy arguing with each other, whatever it is. Like, so I think the first thing is like, recognize that these stereotypes, are from a long time ago and that the you know celebrating each other's successes is never going to take away from yours Mm -hmm. um and if you feel like it is i i like some of my best relationships or people who have been huge advocates for me have been other women who have who have brought me into their circles or you know brought me into the meeting when i you know or brought me onto a project when i was at work you know and things like that um I also think, um, like, offsetting the feedback gap. So there's a lot of research out there that men actually get more feedback on their work than women do. And so if you are a female manager, make sure you're giving feedback to everybody um, and in the same way and fairly. Um, I, you know, giving and receiving feedback is a, is a tough one <laughs> no matter who right. you are. But um, I, I think if you are a woman in the workplace, make sure that you are asking for feedback and getting it in a way that really helps you um, lay out your game plans for success. Um, there are some other tips that, you know, when a woman is in a meeting, um, the Obama administration did this, it's called amplification. So they would amplify or repeat what the other woman would do or say to make sure that she got credit for her work. Um What's an example of that? How what would be a good like if you were in a, in the workplace? Yeah, if you were in a team meeting and this woman said, "Hey, I think it would be a really good idea for us to create a, a separate landing page 
so we can track the success of this event with this partner that we're paying. And maybe another woman repeats, like, that is such a good idea to, mm-hmm. to create a separate landing page so we can track the success of that event because we really need – you're right. We need to be really tracking what our ROI is on these things. You know, right. Like, say you worked in the marketing department. Um, or if you were in a meeting and, you know, someone was talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to start this new initiative uh, or this new organization process. We'll, we'll pick a more realistic example. Organization process because – yeah, things are really mis- messy, and someone goes, oh, yeah, I heard Mary talk about or bring up mm-hmm. that idea in the workplace the other day and to, to get us all on a project management system. I think that's that's a fantastic idea. Um, you know, and people remember that stuff, too. For so, sure. you know, I think I think those are just, like, little things that really don't take a lot of effort um, that can go a long way. And when you see women being uh treated you know unfairly or just really it's not even like unfairly because i think sometimes that makes it it sound like oh like it's like life is not fair we get that but when you see extreme inequalities like for example this woman has been working xyz job and she's the only one without an assistant right and then they um even if they promote another woman to the same position they get her assistant someone needs to speak up and say hey look this person over here is in, in this job for six months and she doesn't have an assistant. Why did that person, you know, and, and just because right. it's not affecting you doesn't mean you can't speak up for it. So I think a lot of that stuff would actually create a lot of camaraderie among women as well. For sure. Yeah. And it is, I mean, when someone says something that positive or negative, but I'm referring to something positive about someone else, I mean, it, it, it reflects positively on them and it sort of just creates that camaraderie that is, you know, unites everyone. And so, you know, male, female is something we mm-hmm. should all be doing in the workplace. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would urge people to be genuine about it. You don't want to be the person right. where every time you walk in the room, you're like, Oh my God, you know, like people see through yeah. that and then all of a sudden For they sure. get annoyed. Uh, people sure. are so fickle, like too many compliments, annoying, not it's, enough a compliment. A very you're, fine you're a jerk. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Now, yeah, and to that end, what would you suggest to women? I mean, because I think some women would struggle with this, too, with, like, lack of speaking up or in a, an inability kind of, to kind of find their voice or a struggle with finding their voice in, in the workplace. Um, what are your recommendations or tips for that, for, for those women who may struggle in that realm? Yeah, I mean, start small and work your way up. Start by, you know, speaking up in your one-on-one meeting um, and, you know, reward yourself for and and speak nicely. You know, like let's say you have a lot of trouble speaking up. It makes you really, really nervous to speak up. Um, Okay, so challenge yourself in your one-on-one meeting with your boss this week. You are going to make sure to say the following things and to speak up. um, And then when you're done, like write down how you felt. I think it's good to kind of like remind yourself of the fact that you were probably really energized by being able to speak up and and understand like this is what I want. I'm going to communicate it. Um, And then other, and also like be be kind, you know, reward yourself. Be like, that was such a good job. I know that was, you know, nerve wracking for you, but you did a really good job. Like self-talk is a real thing. Um, So I think you can start, you can always start small and work your way up. I also, and I'm probably maybe a little bit of an extreme with this, but I have also kind of felt like, well, once I sign up and I'm in the room, I have to do it, right? And so sometimes I've always, I've always felt like, 
starting small didn't work for me. I would, I was much better just jumping off the diving, you know, the, the right. into the deep end than I was like starting small. So I think you kind of, sh- you know, can figure out what your um, system, which system works for you. And then if not, there's some really, really great, um, I would say like in-person tools or even online tools. Maybe you start by taking an online class about, you know, how to speak up or find your voice, and then you graduate to, like, a Toastmasters, and then the next right. thing you know, you're setting goals and challenges. I mean, it, it's also nice to do all this stuff when the, you know, the stakes are somewhat low um, versus the first time you decide to speak up is in your salary negotiation. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And and in some cases, I know I can be nervous speaking in groups, but sometimes it's like feeling the crowd it's easier than than other times, you know, depending on the group. And other times it's like just being the first one to say something to your mm-hmm. point of like just going all in. Um, yeah, I agree helps. with that. Yeah, yeah. just get, getting it over with. And then it's like, okay, that wasn't so bad. And then you kind of just like set the tone for the rest mm-hmm. of the meeting. Um, yeah, and Toastmasters is, is really valuable and also like theater classes for some mm-hmm. people. Uh, yeah. To practice practice that extemporaneous kind of speaking, which is which can be hard um, to just do it in a more casual environment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, any personal mantras or words of inspiration that you have for women, you know, in the workplace or men for uh, that matter? <laughs> I I love the quote: "Clarity comes from engagement." Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a huge fan of like you've got to get up and engage you know sometimes that means engaged by listening to a podcast sometimes it means going to an event sometimes it means asking someone to lunch sometimes it means being persistent uh to get that person to say yes to going to lunch with you but I really think in all my experiences is that clarity comes from engagement you know you'll you'll get clear on what is it it is that you want and then I would say for people who are running a business um consistency persistence and mm-hmm. consistency like don't give up like the, right. the name of this game is pretty much just not giving up um and if you you know have a setback that's okay a setback is not a closed door um, right and when you read about a lot of people who start businesses you'll see many of them have setbacks and they have to pivot and they pivot even when they're successful you know like the tides are constantly changing and um if you're not you know, going to be comfortable with pivoting, um, you know, that's going to be a struggle for you, whether you're an entrepreneur or in the workplace. So it's like, I, I just wouldn't even bother embracing that piece. Like I want to do something and never have to pivot. So, um, exactly. yeah. you know, persistent, just persistence, it really does pay off. For sure. For sure. And failure is inevitable. I mean, that's how we learn. That's how we grow. And especially if you do have your own business, there will be failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of learning from it and moving on quickly. Yeah, and nobody is immune to failure. Even no. if you had all the connections in the world and all the money in the world, nobody is immune right. to it. Um, and it's it's a part of life, absolutely. Right, for sure. Um, how do you see Career Contessa having a positive impact on you know women in the workplace in general? What 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 have been the stories in your experience that you have been really inspired by or, or seen and and seen firsthand the impact of Career Contessa? Yeah, I mean, I, I truly have seen firsthand, we just finished an event series, an in-person event series, so I actually got to meet a lot of readers around the country. And, I mean, the stories have all the similar themes. We're teaching them how to 
you know, define what they want from their career and go out and get it. And, and that's really, really powerful because I think um, that a lot of people skip over the actionable part. So they'll teach you how to like figure out what you want, but then there's like the missing piece of, again, I'm really ambitious, but I need some direction here. Um, and I think at Career Contessa, we have done a really great job at recognizing like, okay, there's different learning styles. There are different, you know, there are people who have, again, like the only, it's not like the only career challenge is finding a job. There are plenty right. of career challenges once you're in the job. And so I think we've done a really good job at not, you know, ditching people once they got the job and being like, okay, see you later. Now you got it. Um, and I do think helping women, you know, I like to call them like power moves. Like how can you make this, you know, power move that helps you create a career on your terms and everybody's terms are going to be different. And so it's really important that you figure out like, what are your terms? And, and so I think hopefully we're helping to teach women how to do that, which will ultimately lead into, you know, other parts, like asking for the flexibility that they need in their schedule so that they can, you know, be a human and um, have a career. Or maybe it's um, building up their confidence because they've had a couple wins and now they go in and they speak up at the big conference and, you know, impress their boss and they get the promotion. Whatever it is, it's like we want to help propel them um, by harnessing the power. And I know this sounds like very woo-woo, but like every woman is super powerful. Like we have these very powerful parts of us that um, the workplace definitely it was not set up to encourage us to sort of say this is what I want this mm-hmm. is how I'm going to get it I'm going to direct right. it and look I am by no means saying that every part of your job you're going to love there are going to be parts of your job that you hate For sure. there, are, there are parts of my job that I hate and but right. I do I do think that there's a huge difference between um, you know focusing kind of on like your progress and not getting stuck on this like perfection loop. And, and that allows you to have this career that is again, Grat- gratifying, mm-hmm. right. very gratifying. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Exactly. And, and to your point, focusing on strengths and it's easy to get caught up in all of those things that we need to improve upon, which is great, but it's also leaning into our strengths and being like, mm-hmm. I'm good at this thing. I'm going to try to be better at it and try to grow and, and develop that aspect of, of me. Um, yeah. And I think what we, I think another nice thing is like when, when most people have a career frustration, it's like you go to your mom, your best friend, your boyfriend, your husband, your whatever. Right. And you kind of right. complain about, but nothing really changes. Usually mm-hmm. that's the case is like, and we all have had done this and we've all had a friend who's done it with us. And I, right. I think what we do at Career Contestant more than anything is we probably show examples of real people who've overcome it. Which, right. And I think sometimes that's what you need because you're not going to have access to all the people in your life that are going to be perfect for that lesson right at that sure. exact moment. So um, Very true. And I think it's nice to have those examples. Those, those real life stories that mm-hmm. people can tap into for sure and to see how they they work through that challenge or, you know, achieve that goal that they set out to achieve. So, yeah, for sure. The stories are, profiles are wonderful on Career Test. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What projects are you working on? We are, okay. um, <laughs> we're always working on something. Um, mm-hmm. we, we recently launched the Salary Project, which was yeah. um, originally based off an editorial series that we ran, but now it's a, an, an anonymous salary database. Mm-hmm. Um, so women can put in their information and they, they can like, you know, another thing I truly believe is like, um, knowledge is power. And so by giving them access to 
salary transparency and some salary information that they've never had access to before, um, that really can empower people to go in and say, okay, look, I I might be off about this because I looked online or I looked online and then I talked to some people to confirm it, but like I am underpaid and we need to have a conversation about it. So um, the salary project is something we're always kind of making sure is, is going well. Um, mm-hmm. So anybody can use that. It's totally free. And then the other thing that we are developing more of is online learning. So mm-hmm. one of the things that we've heard a lot from our audience is they want to learn new skills and maybe right. those skills are, um, related to their nine to five job, but maybe those skills are related to their own personal, you know, career growth development. And maybe those skills are to help them make much, make some extra money freelancing. Um, right. it's, it's, I don't know if this is a good thing, but I, most people I meet today, it's like they've got their career and then they have their side hustle or their freelance. Sure. And, yeah. you know, sometimes one becomes the other, but a lot mm-hmm. of people are kind of doing both all the time. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. I've always, I've always maintained kind of the the main job and then the side hustle. And it's just really gratifying. It balances out, you know, the different sides of you and it Mm -hmm. keeps things, keeps your creativity flowing and and being stimulated in different ways. I think it is really valuable. Um, That's great. Do you have any current partnerships coming up or, or existing partnerships with other, other folks? We, um, like with like brand partnerships. Yeah. Or, yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, we're really lucky. We have a great partner with uh trunk club. And so we just wrapped okay. up an event series with them. And then, awesome. so if you, you know, if you guys are not using trunk club, you absolutely should, because I always mm-hmm. laugh, but I'm like, if you, most of them are like, I can't afford a personal stylist. I'm like, yeah, that's the whole thing of this. You don't even have to pay for that. You just pay for the price right. anyway. Um, and then we also have an ongoing partnership with Squarespace. So we're we're mm-hmm. really really lucky that we have partners who um, they're just fantastic. You know, like I know some people hate doing client work. I love doing client work, but I'm really fortunate that we have the best clients too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I love Squarespace. I've definitely um, been using them for years for websites. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to look into Trunk Club. Um, great. Do you have anything else to add, Lauren, about, you know, beyond what we talked about that you would want listeners to, to know about you or, or to be inspired by? Um, I mean, <laughs> I, there's so much, where do you start? But no, I, I mean, I, I think, um, for the listeners, you know, if anybody's listening to this and, you know, thinking about like, I've hit a career plateau or I just don't know what I want to do with my career, or it's not even that you have to be unhappy, which Sometimes that breaks my heart because it's usually the catalyst that brings someone to our site is something negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do hope that um, we are creating a place that is um, full of resources and tools so no one feels like they can't get through that frustration or, you know, and uh, over that plateau. Um, and, and so hopefully with Career Contessa and kind of thinking about where people spend their time, you know, your career is going to be what you make it. And I hope that Career Contessa is a positive place on the Internet for women to see, oh, you know, like I didn't even consider like potentially this job, like this type of job opportunity. Or I never thought about asking my boss for, um, you know, extra time off because they wouldn't give me the raise or something like that. So I hope we're keeping things really interesting and fresh for people and not stuff they've heard over and over again. But like I said, I hope it it's a positive place for people too. Like they're not just coming to us when they've got a tough conversation coming up and things like that. 
For sure. And, you know, and, and in general, I think your point about it as a re- career contest, as a resource, but also a community. I think it's just this, this great community for tapping into other potential people to align with. I know when I was in the process of moving to California from Maine, I, I reached out, I think it was to you, and mm-hmm. you had connected me with someone who had recently moved to San Francisco um, about job search opportunities. So it is a great community for connecting with other like-minded people and, and tapping into that as a resource. So Yeah, um, no, it's, it's yeah. great. It's, I mean, the community is really what, it, it's the glue that holds all of this together, for sure. absolutely. For sure. Um, and where and how can people find you on online? Yeah, so we are, we have a fantastic Instagram. It's at Career Contessa. Um, I have a less fantastic Instagram, but you can still <laughs> follow me there. It's uh, just at Lauren McGoodwin. Um, and then our website is careercontessa.com and Really anywhere that you want to find us, we're career right. and we pretty exactly. much own that everywhere. <laughs> so. Right. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a comment and be sure to check us out on social media on Instagram at Interrelate Podcasts on Facebook and Twitter, and head over to our website at interrelatepodcast.com. See you next week.